Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. All righty, folks. It has been approximately two weeks since the good guy Tamatonga was betrayed by the coward Jay White at Impact No Sacrifice. We still have uh, more questions than answers over here on Thomas Island. But as I said last week, we don't go live because we have answers. We go live because it's Tuesday at 6.30. It's officially Tuesday. It's 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're live on Twitch. We're live on Thomas Island. I am holding things down as always. I am the culture vulture, the folk city hustler, the dirtbag disruptor. I'm the, the Thane of Fife. I'm your certified lover boy. I'm whatever you need me to be this week. But most importantly, I am the 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 co-host holding things down while Tama is off in Japan getting ready for vengeance. And John is I, don't, I think he's seeing Batman. He's 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 off doing something. I don't know. We usually have his old vengeance. <laughs> exactly. He's he might he might be he might be getting some reconnaissance. He might be seeing Batman. I I don't know. There's a lot of things John could be doing right now. He'll be back with us next week. But uh, holding it down with me this week, we've brought some more Islanders on. We've got Lauren first of all. Lauren, how are you on this fine I'm good. Tuesday? Good. <laughs> I'm good, Ross. Good to be back here with everyone. Hope good. everyone's having a good day. All right, we're having a great day. I'm back. I'm back on the uh, the New Japan schedule, baby. I'm flying on Red Bull, and uh, the New Japan celebrated 50 years, so we'll we'll have plenty to talk about on this week's episode of Thomas Island. But Lauren isn't the only one holding it down with us. Also, straight off of Thomas Island, we have the one, the only Gary. Gary, how are you on this fine, fine Tuesday? I'm doing great. Ready to talk about this New Japan Cup and this Bullet Club drama. I am glad you're ready to talk about some Bullet Club drama, Gary, because I've you're one of the people I've been excited to have on since uh, all of this, uh, for lack of a better term, since all of this bullshit came raining down on uh, on Thomas Island and Jay White betrayed uh, 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 Tama Tonga. And it, it's not because you're a huge Jay White fan. And, and Jay White betrayed uh, Tom and Tonga. That's not why I wanted to bring you on. It's because in the early days when Chris Bay was being brought into Bullet Club, you said, I don't know about this guy. I don't know if I trust this guy. That's and I was, good. yeah, Dude, you were like- I you, from the start. Yeah, no, you, you, you were like, this dude's no good. I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't like it. And I, I was foolishly like, I don't know. He's a very talented wrestler. He seems like a nice young man. Let's just go with it. But nope. Chris Bay was one of the uh, the the traitorous four that that kicked as they say kicked Tama out of Bullet Club. There's still some still some some uh, 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 clouds and some questions there. But uh, yeah, no, Chris Bay. It turns out, like you said, not to be trusted. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have your victory lap right now, Gary. What do you, what do you think of Chris Bay turning on on Tama Tonga? <sighs> he fucked up. Yep. He fucked up big time. Yep. I he, think you, you, you know, bullet club and just think you can get away with that. I mean, yeah, of course, Jay brought you in and all, but yep. This is Tomatonga. It's OG, bullet club. Yeah, no, and like, here's the thing even if Jay White was the one that brought him in, and even if he's Jay White's boy, like, especially now that uh, I've been, now that I've been seeing Tama tweeting, he's gotten back on the Twitter. And uh, oh, he's so mad. 
he's so like just terrifyingly mad and so i would not want to be chris bay right now i would not want to be jay white i mean like it everyone's in his firing line right now jay white chris bay he was tweeting at uh, uh president obari of new japan like tama tonga is going to be unleashed in this new japan cup and it seems like uh some some serious betrayal has uh has has lit a a fire under him so yeah i would i i would not want to be chris bay i would not want to be uh jay white hell i didn't want to be the good brothers before now i really don't want to be the good brothers i want to be them right now yeah firing squad part two <laughs> firing squad part two exactly exactly well like i said there were some some more developments in the bullet club drama at last at this morning's new japan uh pro wrestling 50th anniversary show uh, Jay White's um, manager minion. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to describe him as. But uh, Gato approached Taiji Ishimori, El Fantasmo, and Bad Luck Fale backstage at the 50th anniversary show, and basically said, "Look, I don't know if you saw what went down with uh, Jay White and and the and Tama and Tongaloa, but uh, you got to pick your sides. You got to pick." What, what those sides were, he didn't make very clear, but he made it, it made it sound like you have to either be on Thomas' side or you have to be on Jay White's side. I, I Just for the record, I will remind everyone, we are on Thomas Island right now, so I think you know where we stand, uh, which line in the sand we stand behind. But uh, it, it's an interesting group for Gato to be propositioning because uh, as we were kind of talking about before we went live on the air, Taishi Ishimori, someone that Tama Tonga brought into uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Bullet Club. We all remember the uh, the, the the segment where, where Tama was the one to introduce the new Bone Soldier to the world. Then you've got El Fantasmo, who is someone that Tama Tonga on this very podcast has talked about glowingly. He really, he, he has always said very good things about El Fantasmo. And then you've got Bad Luck Fale, who while he is a Bullet Club OG... He is also Tama's freaking cousin. And so it just seems like a very dangerous group for someone to be like, oh, you have to be either on Jay's side or Tama's side. In fact, it, it kind of feels like Jay White was afraid to approach those three and was like, I'm going to I'm going to make Gato do it for me because I don't I don't want to like hell. I wouldn't want to be the guy that makes bad luck fall choose between Bullet Club and Tama Tonga. I mean, which if hell would you, Lauren? No, Fale would have whooped his ass. He would just smack him. Yeah, whereas with Gato, all those grenades to him. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like with Gato, he's not gonna. You, you, they're gonna think twice before they smack Gato around. We all know. We all know Gato's uh, uh, the boss. But I mean, what, what do you think of, of Gato kind of doing Jay White's uh, uh, being Jay White's little messenger boy uh, backstage? Very ballsy, I'll say yeah. that much. But what's I don't know what he what he's expecting to get out of that because he got family. And then you have two people that Tama, you know, highly recommended. So yeah. well, and, I don't think it's going to go over very well. And to it could be, be just a warning, too. It's like, hey, you know, if you stick with Tama, we're going to go after you. But I think they'll be fine. Well, and, and to Bullet be Club's always fine. Exactly. And to be fair to get to be fair to Gato uh, in the way that Thomas Island has always been in the Tama Tonga business. Gato has always been in the Jay White business. Like Jay White's the whole reason Gato's in Bullet Club in the first place. Where mm -hmm. where Jay White goes, Gato follows. And so I can't necessarily blame Gato for for being put in that position. Like I said, I, I think it was Jay White being a little a uh, 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 kind of, for lack of a better term, a coward about the whole thing and having someone that he knows has a little more clout, has a little more power, uh, send that ultimatum to those three guys. But uh, it, it definitely it uh, it really does kind of drive home that that cloud too because you know last what was it last thursday jay white said he kicked tama tonga out of bullet club but now the way gato talks about it, it sounds like there's two bullet clubs it sounds like there's tama's bullet club and it sounds like there is jay white's bullet club and we, we are going to be finding out over the next uh few weeks months years i don't know it's bullet club everyone <laughs> everyone's playing the long game we're gonna find out who's on whose side but what do you kind of think of all this turmoil gary Honestly, I hope this isn't another Team Kenny, Team Cody shit. Like, oh yeah, I really hope this is not this again. I am, I am very much, uh, I'm very much with you. Sorry, my dog's being a little, little whiny in the background, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely hope that this is a, uh, 
I, I hope that they, we come out of this with one bullet club, if that makes any, even if that means that like Tama Tonga is, uh, is, is now in Hantai and I have to start selling Toro Yano's uh, curry. Like I will still, <laughs> I still, th- I still think that's better than like having the NWO and the NWO Wolfpack. You know what I mean? It just gets confusing for people. It leads to uh, uh, a lot of confusion, but uh I, it's gonna it's gonna get real uh it's gonna get real ugly uh it's gonna get real real wild uh so we will we will definitely be seeing like i said tamatonga got a he got a buy in the first round of the new japan cups we're not gonna get an answer right away but if everything uh uh, goes the way the dice might want them to go it's entirely possible that tama ends up facing evil in the second round and Tama and Evil would definitely send a message to which side House of Torture is on, because House of Torture, there's no, there's no, uh, 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 no question of loyalty with House of Torture. Wherever Evil goes, House of Torture goes. Wherever Yujiro goes, House of Torture goes. They are a united front. So I think it's just going to take one of them to really say which side of Bullet Club they're on. But man, I have a feeling that's going to be where the, uh, I've be, I have a feeling that's that's where where some loyalties are going to get smoothed out but uh tama's quest tama's thirst for vengeance is not the only news that is coming out of this new japan cup it was announced uh less than a week ago that Hiro- uh, uh, hiroyoshi tenzan uh is going to be out of this year's new japan cup with an old uh an old ankle i believe it's an old knee injury and an old an injury, injury yeah yeah old, old knee injury is flared up and so he'll be out of the new japan cup and also dealing with injury, Kota Ibushi has been announced as out of the New Japan Cup. Uh, he will not be competing in his match uh, against Great Okan uh, on on March the second. Uh, but Kota Ibushi, very much someone that I think a lot of people had pegged to win uh, uh, the New Japan Cup. He's got a lot of uh, history with uh, with Kazuchika Okada, the IWGP World Champion. A lot of loose ends to kind of tie up there. So it feels like he was a favorite. Now that he's not in the field, it feels like the new Japan Cup's wide open. I'm gonna throw to you, Gary, first. Who do you now that now that Ibushi's out of it? Who do you think uh, is is gonna be winning the the new Japan Cup this year, or who do who do you think is is likely? Uh, since Ibushi's out, I'm I'm thinking either maybe Naito Ooh. or maybe Hanare. Ooh, Hinari is an interesting. Hinari could really get the spotlight on him on this tournament. You know, I'm 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 with you in the the idea that pretty much anyone in the United Empire could use this New Japan Cup victory. I think it would do great things for Hinari because he's someone who has been he's been desperate to be in tournaments. He finally uh, he he's been he's been left out of numerous G ones. Like it would really be a feather in his cap to be the New Japan Cup winner, but then also someone like Great Okan, who was supposed to face Kota Ibushi in the first round, someone who was clearly, it seems clearly pegged for big things based on his, his current run. Great Okan could do great things with the New Japan Cup win. As someone is mentioning in the in the chat here, Jeff Cobb, also someone who I think is overdue for some kind of serious challenge for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And then you got Will Osprey, who's last year's winner and also needs to kind of get some momentum back after, I'm just going to be real, an embarrassing Wrestle Kingdom. He showed up, he lost, and then he went he went back to, to England to kind of, I don't know, dress like Tony Khan and, and dream it all up again. And so now I, I feel like he needs to, he needs to come back. He needs to s- sort of remind people that he's someone to be taken seriously. But before I ramble too long, what about you, Lauren? What do you think of, of this year's New Japan Cup field now that it is sans Ibushi? Jeff Cobb was definitely one of my final four because mm-hmm. he was such a dominating force in the G1. And I feel like Maybe he can get that because he uh Okada no not Okada um I feel like he could like maybe challenge Okada for that spot to make mm-hmm. him look good. Mm-hmm. And there's also Osprey, but I'm like yeah I don't know if I really want him to win, but I don't think he will. Okay. And there's also I mean it's just too many to pick from. I mean, I mean they can make Sonata win it. <laughs> hey. Possible. You're that that's that's the king of North America right <laughs> there. You're talking about. It about that. Everything's possible, but I definitely got to go with Jeff Cobb, like going like, okay. way like definitely semifinals. 
I think I think Cobb is 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 smart money. I also want to shout out the folks in the chat that are bringing up a name that he's already won the New Japan Cup in the past, and I think he's been real focused in the tag division. But as a singles guy, he's undeniable. Zack Saber Jr. Now Zack Saber Jr. is someone who he doesn't seem like you know an obvious pick for the New Japan Cup, but when you look at the way that they use him in in New Japan. There is someone that really likes Zack Sabre Jr. Because at the end of the day, he's the only foreign talent that makes it onto the pro wrestling Noah versus New Japan show in Yokohama Budokan. And then, if if the if the rumors are are to be believed, the original plan for the New Japan 50th anniversary main event was going to be Kota Ibushi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada versus Tatsumi Fujinami. Um, who was the the who the, and then two other like it was going to be this big like legends trio when Kota Ibushi was taken out and they needed someone to team with Fujiwara they needed someone to team with Suzuki they put Zack Saber Jr. in that spot he is someone that they clearly they clearly trust when they need to call an audible in a in a high profile match in a high profile situation and if we're sitting here having to call an audible in a high profile situation like the New Japan Cup I'd be remiss. If I didn't bring up what the chat's been bringing up, and that's Zack Saber Jr. He could be. He's someone who has always kind of had his his eyes set for uh, for Okada. He's definitely getting that spotlight lately. Like look at last night, like mm-hmm. for this morning, he was in the main events. Yep. No, and that's what so, I mean. And he and he was he. From what it sounds like, he was someone where they were like, all right, if we have to reconfigure this main event, Zack Saber Jr. could team with Yoshiaki Fujiwara. I mean, that's a big ass name in technical wrestling. If you don't know who Yoshiaki Fujiwara is. You know what the Fujiwara armbar is. He's that Fujiwara. I mean, he is the guy when it comes to the kind of vicious, brutal submission wrestling that you see from guys like Zack Sabre Jr., from guys like Minoru Suzuki and uh, your, your Shibatas and, 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 and others. And so it does kind of feel like Sabre is taking that, and, and especially now that he has moved to Japan and he's living in Japan uh, uh, with the company, it does kind of feel like he is sliding into that Kenny Omega role that like Will Ospreay has claimed. You know what I mean? Like he is the, the foreign talent that, that New Japan seems to really trust with, uh, with, with, the, with the, the big with the big spotlight. They know they can give him the ball and he's, he's not going to drop it. Um, but I and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Okan because that's who I said last week when Ibushi was in it. And now that Ibushi's out of it, things looking a lot better for the great Okan. Uh, it's and too I, hard to tell right now. It's exactly. So many people. Yeah, it so was, many it's like it's like a G one. So it's like it I was, was no, it's out. not. That's, no, no. <laughs> to be fair, the G one is big and complicated, but it has never been this big and complicated. <laughs> Because it was originally 48 wrestlers. Then by sheer luck, we now only have to deal with 46 wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad yeah. luck, I should say. Sheer bad luck. It's not, <laughs> it's not good luck, but it, 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 we, do, we do have two less. So two folks earn their buys. Um, and so I'll, I think a lot of folks have claimed to it. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying this because this is Thomas Island. I'm saying this because he's been around long enough, and if he's got a fire under him that that this betrayal has lit i think tama tong is gonna be a force to reckon with in the new Japan i do want to Cup. add that i think tama's gonna go far because he beat okada he exactly he, he thank beat him you clean. Yeah. so you, they gotta revisit that like i get like i know they already visit but again like yeah whether, whether it's something whether it's in the brackets or whether mm-hmm. it's in ryogoku in in april like i'm with you i think you I can't think, ignore that you just yeah no yeah, it's not a fluke <laughs> um no like i he i think he i think he has a legitimate claim to it and based on the way he's tweeting right now he's mad he's angry he's ready to fucking go so like um i i wouldn't mess with him right now that's for that's for damn sure, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a big ass big New Japan Cup. Like we said, forty six wrestlers. A bunch of them got first round buys. So you won't even see them till the second round. It kicks off in just under twelve hours at three thirty a.m. Eastern time on March second. It will be running all the way through the twenty seventh. So when this podcast drops on your favorite <laughs> podcast platform, they'll still be it'll still be running. Hell, when you when you decide at the end of the month to go back and look at the old podcast, it'll probably still be running. <laughs> uh, we got a long ass uh, New Japan Cup coming up. I will have all of the results over at uh, WrestleZone.com. 
it's it's like the it is in this way it is like the G1 because the New Japan Cup is going to be very long. Life is short, so if if you need someone to watch it for you, um, you're Huckleberry baby. It's very exciting though. I will say it's been like the most yes. exciting New Japan Cup I've seen in well quite some time. Because it's the first time where they pretty much said, you know what, let's have the entire roster just battle it exactly. out. Let from the young lions all the way to Kojima and Nagata and and those folks. And so anyone has a shot. I think I am really crossing my fingers that one of the young lions advances to that second round and does, you know, mm-hmm. pulls off a miracle. So like I just didn't I'm, one of them advance that's really great one, one of one of well no no one of them didn't advance last year but one of them did get a buy this year uh, I believe okay. it was I believe it was uh, Kosei Fujita he got a buy to kind of like deal with the fact that he got locked in a, a dog cage with Minoru Suzuki <laughs> I think I think that happened they were like all right you you get the extra recovery time you had to you had to deal with the the fucking rabid beast um but yeah I mean, honestly even a junior can go far because there's al phantasma who keeps you know uh teasing about going heavyweights yep hiromu takahashi so, is not someone you should take lightly hell hiromu damn near desperado yeah <laughs> they go against ishin he went well, against obushi last year too well yeah no and Des- desperado and takahashi are both guys who have been in the new japan cup before like you've got plenty of folks who's their first time but you've also got some juniors who who have some seasoning in this area and so they're not going to be the they're not going to be the easy wins that I think their heavyweight opponents think they're going to be. Um, I think one real exciting matchup: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Yo. That is, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the kind of match you only get in the New Japan Cup, and so uh, it's going to be real interesting. Shout out to Lenny Banner in the chat who's bringing up the fact that we're getting Okada versus El Desperado this year instead of it being the main event of the uh, New Japan 50th anniversary. We're getting it in the first round of the New Japan Cup. It's destined to be a banger because they they don't they can't go to a thirty minute draw. I don't think I don't. I have to, exactly. Yeah, I have to look at the rules. It <laughs> might they might be allowing because they've already got buys going on anyway. They might be allowing yeah. draws, but I I don't know. I'll I'll get back to you all on that. It'll be much more clear in the Wrestle Zone results. But yeah, it's very we're we're probably gonna have to have a winner in that one. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a great. A great New Japan Cup, which is good. It's going to be the longest one ever. The longest New Japan Cup in history. So it better be good. Um, and it and it will be. Um, but that is, that's that's the goings on in, in, in New Japan right now. Like I said, the, the 50th anniversary show was this past morning. Uh, before, before we before we head on over to, to North America, Lauren, is there, are there any other highlights you want to bring up from the, the 50th anniversary show? Um... I'm, you know, I, I gotta say, it was nice to see United Empire reunite and actually be united for once because they've been like all over the place the past couple months. So, yep, that was a nice little treat. How long that's gonna last though? Who knows? I mean, they look they they oh, did they, they did look good though last this morning. Yeah, they 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 yeah, you they know did. they granted they they I think they beat up like a. I can't remember which team they beat up. But I, I forgot to. Young Lions were involved. Young Lion and uh... yeah, it was it was one of the Young Lion teams. That was my main point. And so like they didn't have the hardest challenge in front of them, but they looked united. They, it was nice to see that core five together. I'm excited for when they can finally bring uh, Aussie Open uh, over because they're they're great. That's all. That, yeah. that tag team match. That's a, that was a rarity seeing the light yes. heavyweight champions going against the heavyweight champions because you don't see that very often either. Uh, yeah, no, and especially with Master Wado in his, his kind of like his first title reign, it was very nice to see Master Wado up there with the the kind of seasoned veterans of Goto, Yoshihashi, and uh, and Taguchi. So yeah, that was that was that was a damn damn fine show and like i said before the show kicked off they had just a parade of former champions come out and then okada showed up and was like hey i'm okada you're all the former champions new japan 50 50 more years um it's i it was real it was really good it was it it wasn't the um like ice cream and fireworks spectaculars that i think a lot of people expect but it was it was a really kind of respectful solemn look at uh the past 50 years of new japan especially with all the restrictions they had it's like inoki wasn't able to be there due to health reasons they mm-hmm. weren't able to you know do full full crowds yet and so like it it was it was the best they could do right now it was and really the, good it was pretty and the matches were great had to work with exactly yeah. the matches were great having minoru tanaka back was a lot of fun having shiro koshinaka and tomohiro ishii 
reunite with a uh, great bash heel was a, a ton of fun. And they had um, SEMA and Thunderhawk. And yep. Yep. Strong Hearts got a win That's over Suzuki. Strong Hearts <laughs> got a win over Suzuki Gun, meaning that the uh, new Gleet champion, El Lindeman, is this much closer to that dream match with El Desperado that, that him and him and Desperado have been teasing. So there there's a lot, a lot to look forward to over the course of March and April over on New Japan World. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, let's talk about the where we're going from from one one chaotic dumpster fire to the next let's go to let's let's go to north america where let me check my notes here wwe is trying to let me check my notes again sell tickets and so vince mcmahon is wrestling um i i i that it sounds like a mad lib but it's true the ticket sales for wrestlemania 38 uh have been slow and so that is why as rumored vince mcmahon versus pat mcafee is on the uh internal (laughs) roster it's on it's on it that it sounds like it's gonna be a wrestlemania match uh in, in fact, by the time this podcast drops uh, in in people's favorite streaming platforms, it will be Vince McMahon will likely have been on the Pat McAfee show, probably starting some kind of uh, uh, angle. But uh, yeah, it sounds like Vince is going to be uh, uh, going to be wrestling because uh, uh, and I cannot believe I'm saying this. They need to sell tickets. That's that's a horrible excuse. <laughs> I, I I agree. I, I don't know what made you in your right mind decide, oh, we need to sell tickets. Let's put Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. You know, you know why they needed to do that, Gary? They needed to do that because over the past two years, they have set up this altar. It's a beautiful altar. It's an altar to Roman Reigns. And every single star that they have had has been put upon that altar. A spear has been driven <laughs> into their heart and they have been sacrificed to the tribal chief oh, because uh, at the end of the day, Roman Reigns has beaten everyone. And it's now getting to the point where it means that even Brock Lesnar kind of feels like an afterthought in the what is supposed to be the biggest <laughs> WrestleMania match of all times. Uh, Lenny Banner pointing out in the chat, Roman hasn't technically beaten Seth yet, but uh, it, it feels like it's coming. Um, it, it does It does seem, though, like... It, and, and Seth didn't exactly beat Roman in valiant fashion. It, ju- it feels like a lot of lights have been dimmed in the name of, of your, your Roman Reigns's and your... Uh, uh, I don't know your Johnny Knoxville's yeah. uh, like I just I don't know it it doesn't it feels like it feels like this is very much WWE reaping what they sow with like not being able to really make stars anymore I mean I I I don't want I'm trying to put they got it, rid of them I know I'm like I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to put this in some political way where it doesn't sound like I'm just absolutely calling them a bunch of idiots but i mean they got rid of everyone that sold tickets for them and and sent them to to another company to sell tickets so like i i just don't it's it's very much reaping what they sow like they are going to they're still going to make the most money ever but they have done so at the sacrifice of like the entire grandeur like we're we're going to be heading to AT&T Stadium with it sounds like about 50,000 people on Ooh. both nights. Yeah, that's a uh, half that's a half that's full half, arena. Right? Yeah. A half full arena for WrestleMania and all what? and and so few stars that they need the 70 year old uh chairman of the company to also get in the ring and bump his ass off for Pat McAfee. I like <laughs> it's this is this is the saddest WrestleMania I have ever. Uh, this is the saddest WrestleMania season 
ever. I mean, right now, what I the, my my biggest hope is that Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville throw very very hard elbows at each other. Other than that, what, I, what's what, going on with um Austin possibly coming back? Like Austin well, Stone Cold. <laughs> I I I am excited about Stone Cold Steve Austin possibly coming back to fight Kevin Owens, but it kind of proves the point that I'm saying if they need to bring back Stone Cold Steve Austin to sell out WrestleMania. Like mm-hmm. WrestleMania for a long time they felt WrestleMania sold out WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like WWE has had that mindset for so long of like no one can be bigger than the brand WWE. No one can be bigger than the brand WrestleMania. Our brands are what sell out the tickets. Well now the, the brand isn't putting the butts in the seats the way it used to. Brock versus Roman isn't putting the butts in the seats the way it used to. Because, again, the last time WWE came to AT&T Stadium, they had Triple H versus Roman Reigns, which even at the time no one was excited for. And they still sold out the fucking building. Pardon my French. Um, so that's... Well, you would have thought Ronda like Rousey would have put more butts in seats. Again, though, but, but yeah. I think I think Ronda Rousey used to put butts in seats, but and not anymore. no, because WWE doesn't know how to keep that flame alive. I mean, the two let's let's look at the two main eventers of WrestleMania. Night one is going to be main evented by Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey because Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey's in it, and night mm-hmm. two is going to be main evented by Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns because Brock Lesnar's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. The biggest star maker in WWE right now is Dana White. And Dana White is better. Like, they just kind of take the stars from Dana White and and give us, like, half the audience. Like, they don't even... they Dana White probably could sell out AT&T Stadium with Brock Lesnar and Ronda And the other thing is, like, you don't got big names. Like, you don't got uh, Undertaker. You don't got Cena. No Rock. No HBK. Nope. No Triple H. Nope. Nope, no, you got nobody. It's just, no. it's just like another like it's you know what it's like idea? backlash basically. Backlash is coming in April instead of like it's May a, or <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a two night backlash this year. It's WrestleMania backlash. It basically, is like um yeah, and like people in the chat are bringing this up. Like I don't even think Rousey Charlotte is the match people want. They want Rousey versus Becky, but that's too yeah. big. That's too like that feels like too big a match right now. I don't know. Like you're saving that match for next year. That's what I've been hearing. But again, again no, you got to do it now. Like, yes. it's not going to happen between now and that. You can't that. keep Ronda waiting. Back. Life is what, too short now. Let's just do it now. They're both fine. When, Wrestle, when WrestleMania is half sold out, you don't save something for next year. This yeah, is supposed to be DEFCON 1, baby. This is you supposed put, to be. You got to go all in. You got to put everything on the table. Exactly. You got to put those chips on the table and you got to bet hard, especially since, like, I wouldn't bet on Ronda Rousey being there another year. It's Ronda Rousey. She doesn't like to be around very long. She yeah. show that's how we're gonna have her do from like now until next year. Yeah, what are you gonna exa- have her do? That was the problem they had last time. <laughs> she showed up. She she basically did the Roman Reigns thing. They sacrificed the entire women's division to Ronda Rousey. Then she went off to have a baby and and left them with the rubble that was the women's division mm-hmm. in in 2020 and 2021. And now it kind of feels like we're headed in the same direction. Cause like, I don't believe Brock's going to beat Roman. I don't, be- I, I think this is going to be the final feather in Roman's cap. He's going to finally beat Brock. Yada, yada, yada. United. You, you, the, the titles are united. Like it just, it, it's just so lifeless. It just Even feels that, um, like. Who is now Miz and Logan Paul. That's what it is, right? Like yes. They're tag team. Logan that's Paul. Apparently be a draw, but. No, I don't see no hype for that either. But that's the thing; they got the wrong Paul brother. Jake Paul's the draw. Jake's the one that's doing all the boxing and fighting, and you know, selling out pay per views. They got they got his better brother. luck having Bad Bunny be his partner. This is this is like if WWE. <laughs> this is like if WWE in the eighties was like, look, we got Rick Springfield, or we got uh, I know it wouldn't even work because Springfield has a different name from Springsteen. Uh, like it just it it it's like they got some dude's brother, which like. <laughs> don't get me wrong i know logan yeah. paul has an audience but like yeah. jake, jake are they even doing that andre the giant um battle royal this year i doubt oh. it i don't wow. think they have enough people so, for the battle royal wow. this year like <laughs> that's unfortunate. that's telling you something they don't have enough people to do a battle royal 
it's just it's it's just so it's just so sad. I I, I, I keep you would have thought by now WWE would have had like some sort of ace to like throw out there. Like they've been keeping this in their back pocket, but WrestleMania doesn't even see it seem um seem appealing. Yeah, no, well, and that's the thing, is like they might have an ace in Vince McMahon in their pocket. They might have an ace in Stone Cold Steve Austin in their pocket, but in 2022, those are the two saddest aces you could have. What are the chances uh Shane makes a comeback to do something i don't i don't know but stone cold steve austin <laughs> wrestling in 2022 is like if in the attitude era they're like all right we need to sell some tickets let's get bruno san martino baby <laughs> the star from 20 years ago is gonna save us like that's how long it's been since the austin era um like they're the only current modern ace in the the hole they have might be cody rhodes but we don't know if that's for certain yet so like i can't i just i they got they got a seems like it just doesn't i don't see doesn't him. seem good <laughs> no they got a real I, I keep doing the poker analogies for tony khan and and wwe right now is a real weekend for wrestlemania i keep thinking back to that cheap flimsy wrestlemania sign that kept catching fire yeah. whenever the pyro that went was off. a sign that was oh a yeah right no that was a that was a potent fucking metaphor for whatever I mean, they got a month and they i mean if they were gonna bring austin they gotta do it like tomorrow like Man, what do you just have them show up like the last day like I'm just, I'm still working through the idea that Pat McAfee, who until Bad Bunny was on the scene, Pat McAfee was one of the best, uh, like celebrities to transition into wrestling. So like if their big plan for Pat McAfee is Vince, what's, what the fuck is going on? Like hell, even Bad Bunny got people that could like actually make him look look good like i just i don't know what's going on here i like the best case scenario is austin theory shows up and fights pat mcafee but austin theory versus pat mcafee isn't a wrestlemania match no offense right. to either of that them. is that is a raw match a i mean i could see match. vince being it that's 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 because <laughs> like don't get me wrong pat mcafee's not cheap so that's like a saudi arabia match but that's not like a oh wrestlemania we're gonna do austin theory versus pat mcafee like that's what is what is going on in this company i just don't i i i i i wonder i'm i'm interested to see what happens with wwe 2k22 a game that is apparently going to contain numerous numerous released wrestlers i think you're better off making your own wrestlemania with that game than actually watching this year's wrestlemania here's the here's the thing i'm just saying they they have enough aew wrestlers in the next uh, in WWE 2K22, that with those created wrestler spots, you might you might beat Tony Khan to that AEW uh, <laughs> wrestling game, depending on how creative you get with 2K22. Um, it it just it's it's a mess. It's chaos. Yeah. I love it though because honestly, if it wasn't chaos in North America, we'd just be sitting here going, "What is going on with Bullet Club?" And like I said, <laughs> we really only have questions. We don't have a lot of answers. Well, I'd love to know what's going on with Bullet Club. I'd love a scoop. A scoop would be great about what's going on right now, but I have no scoops. They're probably um, fine. That's probably what it is. But like, I don't want to say that. I get, <laughs> gets, uh, it's I cursed every time I say <laughs> it's that. It's cursed every time one of us says that. Exactly. I think um, I said it three times already, so. Well, then, then, I don't know, throw some salt over your shoulder and say an Alvena. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, WWE, not the only North American wrestling company, as has been the story since about... 2019 aew is on the road to whoa, this one's revolution right yeah revolution they're on yes. the road to revolution in orlando it's this sunday uh i i should note before revolution on sunday wwe is showing up in miami florida on friday for smackdown uh miami florida of course a a, a town cody rhodes has shown up in in many a time and then on Saturday at Madison Square Garden is the Brock Lesnar WWE title defense that is still, I believe, supposed to be against Bobby Lashley, even though Bobby Lashley has not been cleared to compete, which means... He's out for four months, correct? Yeah, which means they would, need, they would need someone to face Brock at Madison Square Garden the night before Revolution. So I'm, I'm just saying it's entirely possible by the time Revolution comes around, Cody Rhodes is a WWE superstar. Um, but... We are on the road to revolution. 
it looks like it's going to be a very long, intense pay per view. You've got you've got a lot of you got a lot of blood feuds on on this uh, on this card. But yeah, a lot it, of good matches on that card. <laughs> yeah, it in and you know you would think with the amount of good stuff coming on this show that would be all AEW needs to uh, uh, promote itself. But boy, howdy, Tony Khan's out there doing the Tony Khan thing. Uh, uh, talking about what a great hand he's got, because apparently not only does he have a great card coming up for uh, Revolution, he's also got a game-changing announcement that's supposed to come out at some point. It's not a wrestler, but it's it's almost it's almost a done deal, which makes it sound like it might not even be a done deal yet. Um, and so there is this big big announcement that tony khan keeps keeps talking about first he had an announcement about the announcement now he's teasing the announcement um it's like a movie almost i know it's it's <laughs> uh, it, he, he has got this tony khan's announcement has gotten more teases than the batman trailer um but uh what well let's let's throw on our tinfoil hats Let's put a big question mark behind everything we say, and let's speculate wildly. All right, it's our favorite thing to do here on Thomas Island. We're going to speculate wildly about what this uh, uh, might be, what this big announcement might be. I'm going to throw to you, Gary, first. What's the big announcement that Tony Khan has that's going to shake up the world, change everything we know about wrestling as we know it? Me, personally, I think he's in... He's either on his way to buy out Ring of Honor. Ooh, okay. You you're coming up with a a, a theory that has been it's been thrown out there that I'm, I th- I think there's some I meat feel there like because I feel we might start to see some Ring of Honor wrestlers on Dark Elevation. Hell, maybe even Dynamite mm-hmm. if we haven't already. Well, and and also, I mean, you know, I, I, I between all of the the Ring of Honor wrestlers that have shown up on AEW Dynamite, and then also just the fact that like before the hiatus, Joe Coff was talking so glowingly about AEW and Tony Khan and how they kind of grabbed the brass ring that that Ring of Honor ignored, so to speak. Uh, it really does feel like Joe Coff and Tony Khan have had a conversation or two uh, in the past. Whether whether he's actually bought the rights, I don't know. But it does seem like if if anyone, it does seem like Joe Coff likes AEW. Joe Coff likes Tony Khan, and so that would that would do big things for for Ring of Honor. Because I let's be real, Ring of Honor is a line item to Sinclair. They were never going to to grow it. They didn't they didn't even want that Madison. Like, they wanted the Madison Square Garden show, but they didn't know what to do with it. Because uh, they didn't, they didn't want to invest in Ring of Honor the way that like Bushi Road wants to invest in New Japan, the way that uh, Tony Khan invests in AEW, and so I could, I could see um, Sinclair wanting to kind of unload Ring of Honor, and I could see Tony Khan not only liking having the Ring of Honor brand and the roster, but if he has that streaming library, he finally has something to supplement the fact that he's only got like what a hundred episodes of dynamite and like a dozen pay-per-views like he doesn't have a video library you can sell right now he has he's building the video library the video library will get there but if you all of a sudden have all of aew and then the ring of honor video library on top of that that's a collection you can monetize that's a collection you could sell to warner media or that you could just set up a streaming platform yourself for so I I'm 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 with Gary. I think there's I think there might be some meat to that. But what about you, Lauren? Thomas Island listeners, as guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before we go out, and then we get into our 20s and our 30s, and we start to notice those first signs of hair loss. Oh, it definitely starts to feel like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy ever really wants to go bald, but thankfully. There's now an easy way to keep your hair with Keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The only way to really prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. And Keeps makes it very easy. You don't have to go to your doctor's office for hair loss prescriptions. Now, all you have to do is visit a doctor online, get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home, and start now. That's right. They make it easy, and they deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to hanging out in the farm 
pharmacy checkout lines and all those awkward doctor visits. And also, they have the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but you've never tried them for this price. Again, you have to start while you still have hair left to save, and treatments can typically take between four to six months, so it's important to act fast. And if you want that first month free, go to Keeps.com backslash Tama. That's right, Keeps.com backslash Tama for your first month free. Head on over to Keeps.com and keep the hair you have while you still have it. Wild speculation. It's so funny because so the way you're setting it up was going to be my next answer. Um, I think Tony Khan's going to get um have AEW on HBO Max. Like I think he's going to use that as a platform. Yep, I I, I feel like he's going to like. Maybe like maybe if he does buy Ring of Honor, he'll put that library on HBO Max. I think it's time. Mm-hmm. No, and, so and doing very well. And, and I, I also think that HBO Max could also compete with Peacock as well. Yep, because so we really got a war going. We got, well, really got some good competition. One thing I will say, I uh, as someone as a loyal HBO Max subscriber, the way that platform is set up, I don't want them doing live streaming quite yet. They can barely mm-hmm. hand they can barely handle the season finale of Euphoria. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very lucky. The Gilded Age isn't popular. It never crashes yeah. when I need to watch an episode of The Gilded Age. But HBO does have some traffic problems. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have posited in the past that uh, Roads to the Top, now that it was done, was put up on HBO Max at, at for syndication purposes. But now that you've thrown that idea out there, and now that there's all this chum in the water about maybe a streaming deal somewhere down the road, I wouldn't be surprised if Roads to the Top showing up on HBO Max was, Max was a test balloon, a way to say, let's see what happens when some of this AEW property I, I pops up on the... Was. Yeah. Because they uh, need to have more platforms. I mean, they have YouTube, which is great, but they need more. Mm-hmm. And I think, they can, I think they're ready for more. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think, I think, it's, just, I think it's just time... Uh, as far as my guess for the big announcement, one thing I do want to shoot down just because, and, and I want to be wrong about this. If I'm wrong about this, I will be so happy. I, I don't want to, I don't want what I'm about to say to sound like I am saying this should never happen. I don't think it's AEW versus New Japan. I don't think that the bridge is that strong I yet. That I don't, I don't think the forbidden door is quite wide enough for an, an AEW New Japan crossover. And I just, I think, I don't know how the politics would work for that, quite frankly. I mean, it sounds like putting together the New Japan Noah show was kind of a mess. Uh, I don't, I, I, just because you have so many big stars, you don't know who wants to lose and who doesn't. Uh, I, I, I just, I think there's too many egos involved in an AEW New Japan show right now. Again, if when this podcast drops on Thursday or Friday, Tony Khan has announced, hey, we're doing the AEW New Japan show, I'll be so happy that I'm wrong. But I, I, th- I think it's more likely that it's going to be like an international show, like maybe something at, at Wembley or um, what's the, the place where Fulham plays Covington, I think is, is what it's called. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be something, uh, something international, something to kind of say that AEW isn't just like a Florida wrestling territory. Craven Cottage, shout out to Dexter in the chat for bringing up Craven Cottage. I think it might be a, a Craven Cottage show or something like that. Um, cause like it, it definitely, it, it definitely would be a big, big deal for AEW to go that level of international, to go, to head over to Europe. It's too and, soon too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's too soon for them. Okay. Like, like you made a lot of good points. Like it's too soon to like, cause there's a lot of big egos too. You're right. Yeah. No. And that, who's going to want to lose to who or yeah. put who over. And you know, I think it would also, uh, I think it would also just, I, I, I think it would also be a big blow to WWE because WWE has kind of let the British wrestling market flap in the wind. You know what I mean? Like they were mm-hmm. doing these big international shows and they said, you know what? Let's go to Australia. You know what? <laughs> Let's go to Saudi Arabia. And then yeah. let's go to Saudi Japan. Arabia again. And let's keep going to Saudi Arabia. We did Japan once. We, we're not going back there. Uh, <laughs> didn't, it didn't, I don't know. I, I liked Beast in the East, but I don't think, I don't think they, it, it didn't seem like a WWE show. 
but it does kind of feel like the uk wrestling fans are just kind of sitting there going man what the what about us like come on come over here yeah, we got really. we got so many stadiums we're we're fucking hungry for this shit like i i think aew could sell out a soccer stadium just on the the a the name brands that they have and b also the fact that english wrestling fans want a big show they want to they they want to have they if the world cup can't come home then a fucking wrestling pay-per-view can come i mean home. they could also work with rev pro too correct exactly could work with rev yeah. pro they i mean there there's a lot that they could do the hell they could bring wxw into it i don't know what their the deals are there they might be they might be tied to wwe at the moment but there there are some things they they could do with it hell if you, if you want to do the pie in the sky dream, <laughs> you do an international show in the UK that's AEW versus New Japan. Yeah. You know, like that is somewhere where it's it's neither company's territory and so it's it's more about it's more about planting the flag than it is about which which about brand supremacy, so to speak. And he said there's he's not bringing in a new wrestler, correct? Yeah, he's, he said it's not a wrestler. That's okay. why that that's why the AEW versus New Japan speculation has kind of run wild because like mm. if it's not a wrestler, there's it's there's only so many things it could be that could change the game. Um, but I I do I do think that an international show feels more. Have they gone international yet? No, and they yeah, were. So I think they were, I think they were supposed to before the oh, they, yeah, the world I shut down. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I mean, that's that an. That's another no that's another reason why I think that's a little easier than the AEW New Japan show, simply because it's like they may have already had a deal in place. They're like, oh, we can finally we can finally do that show we were supposed to do in like 2020 or wherever they were mm -hmm. supposed to to go to 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 New Japan, where they, wherever they're supposed to go to England. So there's there's right. a lot of there's a lot it could be. And like I said, I I hope I'm wrong about all the egos involved and that they can get that <laughs> AEW versus New Japan show because it would be fun. It would be great. It would be wild. It would make people dare to dream, and that's what this business is about. It's the dream business. There's no um, date on the announcement being made, correct? No, because it still sounds like he doesn't know if it's a done deal. Like this is what mm -hmm. I was saying earlier. He's like, it might be a done deal. It's it's it seems like it's close to being a done deal. We'll see if it's a done deal. Um, and I guess when it's a done deal, we'll finally know. Mm -hmm what's going on but yeah he keeps teasing the uh he keeps teasing the announcement the announcement will come one of these days but revolution is definitely coming it's gonna be a huge ass show you've got danielson versus moxley you've got punk versus mjf you got that got a bunch of big beefy dudes in the the face of the revolution <laughs> ladder match you got uh. you've got battle of the adams as hangman page faces adam cole uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to yeah. be a damn, it's going to be a damn fine, damn fine show. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, we'll do a, we'll do a lightning round on this edition of, uh, 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 on this revolution. Lauren, what are you most excited for, for revolution? I gotta say punk and MJF. Oh yeah. It's going to that, be, that's had a, that's had a very nice build and you know, MJF's beaten punk twice and I'm glad they didn't like just end it there. So I'm glad they're going to have a dis doll collar match because we've only seen i think like, i think two or three of them so yeah i think it's gonna be great and cm punk has been a doll collar match before too so oh, has he ever and yeah i think it was an iwa mid-south where they were just able I think it was to... against raven i don't know yeah what... they were just able to oh, bleed the okay. they were able to bleed and bleed and bleed if that's and bleed. Gonna, that's gonna, i feel like that's gonna be the best thing of the whole show that's oh yeah the show i sure. i if it if it gets an eighth as gross as the rate as the 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 last dog collar match CM Punk is in, it'll be stomach churning. I I kind of hope they leave chunks of each other in the ring. Uh, I gotta go to you, Gary. Now, what do you think? What's what are you most excited for for Revolution? Um, for me, it's gotta be Battle of the Atoms. Yeah, I, they got so much history there. Like, mm -hmm. I want to see how this plays out. And they're both in Bullet Club too. Yeah, and they're both <laughs> Bullet Club. There's that too. And they're they're both very very similar wrestlers. I mean, Big Match Adam Page is a a wrestler unlike any other and as we've seen throughout Ring of Honor and NXT, Adam Cole is probably one of the best main event wrestlers in the in the business right now. I mean, you put him in a main event, you give him half an hour and you're going to have some you're going to have some magic. There was a was that that promo he cut on Killer Cross where he just ethered him 
where he's like, all they have to do to make Adam Cole feel impressive is to ring the bell. Yeah, that's gonna oh, <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be that's such gonna be a good main, match. That's gonna be a good main events. Uh, and it it I really love that that's like the 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 first big pay per view title defense for uh, Hangman Page because like I think I think people were very divisive on the Danielson Page matches. I think people have been kind of divisive on Paige's whole title reign, but now we're heading into Revolution. Paige is the star; he's the main event champion. Adam Cole is also able to, you know, kind of shoo away anyone who says that. Oh, Adam Cole's been booked like shit since he went to AEW. Like now he's in the title picture. No, he hasn't. He's about yeah. He's, I find that he's been over since day one. I I <laughs> just I'm with you, Lauren. But I I have that's why that's why that's why I did the voice because you know sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes those those takes are out there. You know, people can have their people can have their opinions, and and some some people can be wrong. But yeah, there are some folks that feel like Adam Page hasn't been or Adam Cole hasn't been significant in AEW, and I think this this main event on on Sunday the sixth is going to beg to differ. Uh, I, I the road to double or nothing looks looks like a lot of fun. Like I said, March is going to be absolutely insane here on on thomas island and here in the wrestling world uh if you've been having fun and you want to chop it up with us head on over to patreon.tv slash thomas island head on over to that islander tier we do a happy hour every weekend we are hoping to get tama back into the happy hours to start talking to some of the subscribers as lauren and gary can attest i've been pulling uh islanders from the island to come help co-host while we're figuring out what the fuck is going on with with tama <laughs> and with bullet club and with all of the other stuff that's that's going down in, in the crazy world of wrestling so if you want if you want to hop on the podcast and and give your two cents on the whole what the fuck uh head on over to that islander tier um i think before before we kind of call it a a, a night here on on tama's island uh Lauren, where can people find you if you want them to find you? Uh, just come to Thomas Island during happy hour. It's the best place you could find me if I'm not too busy with recouping from work. But that's yeah. reason where I am. <laughs> I was gonna say we do we do really appreciate you. You know everything you're everything you have to deal with coming on and and shooting the shit with us here on Thomas Island. Gary, where can folks uh, find you if you want them to find you? You guys can find me at on Twitch at switchblade underscore gt. All right. You're to be fair, you're you're the only switchblade to me now, Gary. You're you're switch 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 when when people if people are talking to me and, and if people are talking to me about switchblade, they better be talking about switchblade GT or switchblade underscore GT because uh, uh uh as as I've said, the coward Jay White uh, uh is dead to me. I I I feel bad because I, I, I still can't believe this, man. I I am, I and this really this is why I wanted to kind of I wanted to bring us full circle because Gary, I'm like you, I I really thought that Jay White was um, I thought he was the future. I thought he was the future of Bullet Club, the future of this business. I just I there was a lot of ah, and there's still there are still some fundamentals in him that are strong, but man, this is this is just. We need a deep cut. I need answers. I know. We need answers. I I will still I will still go back to what I said last time. I think he got scared of the fact that Tama was uh getting a little popular during the G one, getting a little popular over an impact, and uh, I I you know. I mean, he could have been there. He could have. Look, I, you're preaching to the choir. We said it many many times on this, in fact, podcast. We you can you can hear us can hear us talking about how jay white needed to step up and that's again why i'm sort of ah, i feel bad because we said he needed to step up and and he did and um not in the way that i think any of us would have liked but let's let's uh let, let's end this on a positive note gary once again congratulations you're about to you're about to have a a, a little bambino a little baby uh <laughs> and so congratulations on that that's that's the real future right there. Fuck that's Jay White. Focus uh, on the kids. Sorry. <laughs> no, I you can't say that, but I'll say I that mean... when, when we finally get when we finally get Kanisha on, she'll be saying it for an hour straight. Um, but 
No, I apologize now. I mean, and she, oh, and she. Man. This is this is what I'm saying. Kenisha told us Jay White couldn't be trusted. She was what? She was right. She's Gary right. told us Chris Bay couldn't be trusted. Chris Bay wouldn't couldn't be trusted. He was right. You know who has been wrong through all of this? Me. And I'm sorry to all of you. I am sorry to I saw I thought I could see the the good in Jay White. I thought I could see the good in Chris Bay. I thought I could see the humanity and the hope in them. I was wrong. I knew it from the day I saw him, he was like this lone wolf. Because you're not a that's because you're not a fool, Gary. I was the fool. I was I I was the hanged man. I was the well, I, I, enough, I got Jay White's gonna turn on Chris Bay. So I, I, I got what the carnies call shut eye. I started to believe I started to believe my own hype and I, I missed I missed what was happening right under all of our noses. So I, I apologize to all of you. We'll be back next week on Thomas Island. Like I said, hit up that happy hour if you want to chat this weekend. Otherwise, we'll be back on Twitch. Thank you again to everyone in the Twitch chat that was talking with us. Everyone uh, that is listening to us, whether it be a Thomas Island subscriber or whether it be on your favorite podcasting platform, we couldn't do it without you, the listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much. We will try to get you some answers over the course uh, uh, of March. And we will. We will. We'll get them. Come hook or by crook. We'll, we'll get them some way, somehow. But take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy your week. And just be good to yourselves, everyone. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, Weekly Happy Hour Zoom Calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.